a Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello? You play to win the game. <laughs> like, I can't. How am I going to do that? How do you I make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I... go eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 59 of the Battered Just Fans podcast. I am your host, Dan Granlano. Alongside me, I got another three battered fans, and we got a fun episode coming up because I have a feeling that I... Uh, I'm going to disagree with a lot of my co-hosts this week. But uh, before we get into it, let's go around the horn. Let's start off from my left to your right, your right to my left. Mr. Gunny Gumby, how are you doing, sir? Um, I'm alive, man. I guess ultimately, you know, um, other <laughs> than good. my sports life, you know, my family right. life is good. My professional right. life is good. There you go. There you go. I got to count the blessings. Got to be happy about that. You know, everything is going well in my life except my fandom. You know, New York Jets. it's funny you say that. I had this conversation with my wife over the weekend. And I said, I think if the Jets ever win a Super Bowl or anything like that, I might end up with a divorce because I feel like my life is going pretty well. Yeah. But I, like, if my sports life ends up That's going fair. well, that's fair. Like, like, I feel like there has to be some type of balance. Some balance. And, right. And I that's think that fair. balance. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm kind of scared. Maybe something goes wrong if the Jets or your wife cheats on you, or your wife cheats on you, or something. You know, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Damn, right? Just throwing that out there. Just just throwing that out there. That escalated. Wait, 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 wait. That went with a Dolphins fan. Oh, okay. See, now he's doing too much. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. All right, me choosing to be disrespectful. Uh, Mike, how you doing, sir? Bro, I'm hanging in there. Um, I'm super excited to get into this with you guys tonight. Ready to uh, pick your guys' brain, ready to give my two cents. And um, and yeah, I also had a, a pretty good Thanksgiving. Uh, I wasn't able to make it to the to the to the show on uh, Friday. It was Friday a good after show. Game, but it was a yeah, it was a show, great man. show, fantastic show. I was I was able to watch it after the fact, but but um, yeah, I can't wait to get in, into it with you guys today. And uh, and yeah, talk some talk some Jets football. All right, and Mister Bearded. I I won't I won't use explicits this time. Thank you, you thank you. I appreciate that. Listen, I keep I keep getting a lot of feedback. They're like, "Yo, your 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 boss is really mean to you." I'm like, "It's just him." You know, Jets fans are assholes. Call me your boss. Don't say that. You know, Jets fans are assholes, and that's just what it is. But I'm doing amazing, man. It's been a it's been it was a long day today. Long day for uh, for five star drivers. It was a long day, but I'm back home. I'm ready to talk some football with you guys and. Listen, and no, man. no, no, no. Hold on. I don't want you to just skip over that because we yeah. promoted a lot in our Miami shows, but yeah. there's a lot of Jets fans in Miami also. Go ahead and plug the, the five-star company since they're all, we do have a lot of Miami fans or just New Yorkers that like to come down here for the winter true. time. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. I appreciate that. Fivestardrivers.net. That's the number five, the word star, drivers.net. That's where you could book your your transportation, your courier services, you want to get it from point A to point B and pay less than what you would pay Uber and Lyft. You go there and you book your driver directly and we're going to ensure that my people under me and my company take care of you while you're down here in South Florida. Um, it's uh, the number one priority is to make sure that you have a great experience, that you don't have to worry about who your Uber driver is. If they're in a bad mood, it's always going to be a great service when you guys choose a five-star driver. So definitely yeah, like, hit us up. And if you find us on on YouTube, and you heard about us on YouTube, listen, I'll hook you up even more. Just because you're obviously showing love to the show and you're showing love to the business, I'll make sure to hook, give you guys a great deal. All right, so make sure that you check that out if you are in the Miami area. Visit By the way, down here. We, and you talked about it. You you sent me a text, not just about that, but you sent me a text about how great the show did. 
And when I went back and watched that show, I I don't want to I don't want to harp on this because obviously you guys lost, but it was a lot of natural. Like we're always natural. We're always ourselves on this show. Like we don't we, we don't fake personalities here. But I felt like that was the one show in a while where you guys were just super authentic about how you were feeling at that moment. Like what it was before the game to what it was after the game, it came out very well on the screen. And from the almost 6,000 views that we had on that video, it, it, it did really well. So hopefully we're able to put another great product on the field today with uh, with this one. Well, I'll be authentic with my takes with Eddie also because I have a feeling. Well, oh, these boys are going to jump on you. I think these <laughs> I boys know. are going to jump on you. I'm just I saying, know. I'm throwing that out there I, right now. I know, I know. But before we get into this weekend's I'm game, mode. I'm ready. The 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 main story I think today yep. is Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Back on the practice field, they said they started a 21 day practice window or some right. silliness, and um, well, a couple things. First, and Gunny said it a few times on the show already. It's, it's amazing, but it, it can't have been a full tear. Like, for him to come back this quickly, it couldn't have been a full tear. They'll never disclose that, right, because it'll take away from the story. But it's hard to believe that it was a full tear. But it, it's still pretty crazy that he's out there no matter what. I mean, still crazy surgery, even if it was a partial tear. And um, I'm kind of curious as to what your thoughts are on him, one, being back in the practice field, and two, possibly playing some games here in December. So let's start with uh, my guy Gunny. What are you thinking about Aaron Rodgers being back? Oh wait, uh, let me start. Let's start with the bearded one. Because- no, 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 no. We can start with Gunny, but before, because I'm glad that you set that off the way you did. Listen, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there, hardcore, and we're not going to get into any of the politics. But left to right, it doesn't matter. There's always some hardcore conspiracy theorists, and thankfully, Gunny tweeted a little something today after the whole practice thing happened. And then I ran into this video immediately afterwards. And now Danny started the show like this. So I just want to show you guys a quick little video. Really, really quick. And I think that you guys will enjoy this. This comes all the way from the Pat McAfee show. Let's watch it. There's still people that don't think you tore your Achilles. Will we ever get a photo of the Achilles being just ripped? Listen, we're on YouTube now. So let me just say to anybody out there that think I tore my Achilles. GFY. Oh. Like that. Oh. What is that? First word is go, and the last word is yourself. The middle is probably what you're not doing living in your parents' basement. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That was what happened with COVID. All right. Well, GFY to all of them. Just keep your stupid, ill-informed opinions out of our universe. Just do your own research. Oh, no. Nice. Right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Just wanted to throw that out there before we Gunny, get the... I think Aaron he, Rogers, he was talking specifically himself. to you. I think he was. <laughs> I think Fuck he was talking specifically because... to you. I have multiple houses, and yeah, I might not have million dollar valuation in houses. Got me fucked up. In fact, my parents live in one of my houses. Got me, man. This bitch, the audacity. Look, you see, that's what I'm saying, though. That, I'm glad the, I started the, the reaction, show like this. I'm really glad. I started the reaction to that even makes me believe more. It's not real. Like you, nothing medical, nothing. And I and I w- would try to do a video on how it's possible. I literally started trying to do a video on how it's possible that he can't come back, based off of him not having to go ahead and put too much effort on it. Not like a running back or defensive lineman or somebody that has to exert more pressure off of the Achilles. And the more research I did, the more unlikely it is that I realized like that he tore the Achilles completely. And and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea whether or not, you know what I'm saying, if he's the exception to the rule. But even with the surgery he got, it's 
it's medically impossible for him to be doing what he's currently doing if it was, in fact, a full tear. Medically impossible with the surgery that he got. So these one or two things come to mind. Either one, he tore the Achilles, and he's so doped up on on that that asa. What is that thing called? The mushrooms. He's he he takes whatever the hell it is. He's uh, so doped up called. on that that he doesn't Ashuka feel any kind something. of pain. Asuka, whatever the hell it's called. And he's saying, you know what? I want to go ahead and defy medical science and science in general, and I'm I'm going to use whales, the dolphin sounds, and the, this Asuka <laughs> stuff to numb the pain and go out there and play just to prove that I can. Or it was never a full tear. Like there's no in between there. Like if if he's if he had a full tear, he's playing right now with without. It's not it's not healed. He, he he's not a he's not even fifty percent healed. If he's playing, if he's able to practice today, which we all saw he did, mm-hmm. it is not a hundred percent healed. If it will, oh, I'm sorry, it's not even fifty percent healed. If it was a full tear, but if it was a partial tear. That's when it starts making more sense that we, we're seeing what we're seeing from him now. So, like, that's why I'm just like, he devil's can say advocate, real quick. All you De- want to. De- devil's advocate, real quick, Gunny. What does he gain by saying it's not or it is, in your honest opinion? What do you think, think about he it. gains it, by saying that? It's Aaron Rodgers, right? He's already been very vocal about his distaste for medical science and, yep. and you know, the vaccine. Ouchie and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, right? He's Dolphin noises. D- the man said dolphin noises was helping him heal for crying. I out. thought it was dolphin semen, but I guess it was dolphin noises. Sure. Dolphins having sex or some shit, he said. It right. It's the weirdest thing. But, like, it, it's him, I think, trying to go ahead and establish himself more so as being right because Aaron Rodgers loves to be right. Uh, and saying like, yes, he "Hey, does. listen, look, everybody thought it could. I tell you guys, medical science doesn't have all the answers. This is purely an ego trip. This is an e- a ego move. I think he's here, literally trying to do this as a big fu to freaking medical science. And it's just because I think he's that kind of guy willing to jeopardize himself health wise to do it or hyperbolize the injury, right? Because nobody's seen. You know what's crazy? We've all seen like, um." Uh, whenever an ACL is being repaired, you've seen them yeah. show the x-rays and stuff. Yeah. We've all seen those things. You could look on Google and you found them. We found nothing on Aaron Rodgers' Achilles injury. We found nothing except for for imitation, not imitation, but like mock um, like videos of how the surgery is done because he said he got it done that way, but nothing. Every Almost every other Cam Akers, you could find his freaking uh, Achilles freaking MRI. All that stuff's on online. I just, the more I think about it, this is Aaron Rodgers trying to cement his legacy as being the guy that defies medical science and trying to let everybody know you can heal yourself with prayer and hope and mushrooms and <laughs> dolphins having sex, right? Like, right, so, this is him. But we'll never know. To go he's, ahead and prove he's, he's, right, never gonna, right. he's never going to post a picture or anything. So we'll no, never, right. never will. No. He never will. Nope, so the second point to that, Gunny, is what do you think about him at, like, Let's say he comes back. Is this we talked about this ad nauseum for like three weeks now because there was a potential of him coming back. Then it was getting closer. Now he's practicing. Do you actually want Aaron Rodgers behind this O-line this year at all? No, I don't. I don't want Aaron Rodgers taking a snap this year whatsoever. The season's already a wash. 
Um, at this point, let your young guys play, see what we have that's actually salvageable for next year so we have a better idea of an understanding of what we're looking to bring in in the offseason via free agency and, of course, the draft. Right now, uh, let Tim Boyle or – hell, let Zach Wilson finish it out. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they want to do. I, I just – I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers playing football this year. The season is a wash. Could, could you just entertain me for a second? And, Here we go. I know what you're going to say. Oh, my God. <clears throat> to just entertain this thought just a second before we go to Mike, because Mike, we're going to go to you next. We're currently four and seven. Let's say and entertain it. I know what you're going to say in general, mm. but let's just entertain this. He's sipping on his tea already. Let's entertain this hypothetical. They win the next two games against the Falcons and the Texans. They're six and seven. They have a chance to go seven and seven in Miami against the Dolphins. And Aaron Rodgers says he's available to play on December 17th. Would you bring him onto the field knowing that there's a chance that on December 17th he could be playing to go to 500 in Miami with the commanders and Browns following up those next two weeks? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because it, it won't matter. Like, okay, let's say by some miracle we win these next mm-hmm. two games, which right. I have no belief the Jets can pull okay. that off. Let's okay. say we do. Okay. Right? So now you're talking at, at six and seven. Mm-hmm. That still puts us outside of the playoff competition, unless unless six other teams. <laughs> this is this is this is not, not this is not even talking about the, the division winners. Like six other teams would have to just lose out these next two games. But that's uh, usually what happens, right? They, they beat each other because the Texans would be one of the teams we have to fight against. The Browns on December twentieth, which you play, would be and another team that you have to. And they lost right. their quarterback as well. Like the Chargers aren't. Killing yeah, anybody. Joe Blackwell's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was just a hypothetical. So if that if that scenario plays out, you still don't want Aaron Rodgers coming on the field against the Dolphins on December seventeenth with a chance to go seven and seven. So okay, so but you got to add context to it. If if okay. he's coming onto the field mm-hmm. and the win puts the Jets in one of the wild card spots, then yeah, risk them. Well, at that I, at that point, I don't think it would put them directly in. But at seven and seven, hypothetically, if they would even beat the Dolphins, also at seven and seven, with the chance to go ten and seven, because after that you have the Commanders, the Browns, and the Patriots. Like this, I'm not saying. And again, this is a hypothetical. But at ten and seven, know, you would think that you have a great chance at a wild card. Danny and Aaron, I don't, da- Danny I don't and Aaron Rodgers definitely do the same shrooms. I'm just saying they definitely do the same shrooms. I, that's what I'm saying. He needs to ship me some of those bad boys. Mike, Mike, listen, <laughs> listen. We we let Gunny vent. I think it's time for you to vent, buddy. Mm, listen, bad, first Mike. of all, what do you think? first of all, what do you think of the injury as far as the go after yourself? <laughs> and then ultimately, what do you think of the boy practicing? And would you even bring him back? We've we've already discussed this, but now that you've actually seen him practice, do you bring him back if he's there? Obviously, enter the first and then ladder into the second. Okay, so I completely agree with everything that Gunny just said, mm. and more. I also I also agree with uh, I see one Jets pod making some you know putting some comments here. I completely agree with him as well. So when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it's one of three things with him. Okay, number one, he's either an alien that's not from Earth. Okay, could be, could be, not, and that that could very well be. You know, um, number two, he is the greatest actor in the history of mankind, right? Um, and it's all part of the the NFL script that we all know For could actually sure. be a thing. For sure. And then, or number three, like like Gunny said, it wasn't a full tear. Now, 
here's a here's the thing when it when it comes to him practicing and all, and all that good stuff, right? Have you guys seen any videos of him doing what he hasn't already been doing on the sidelines every single game day? That's fair. for example, the only videos I've seen of him at practice today were him tossing the ball to some staff, uh, to, to some jet staff, right? Yep. That's the yep. only video evidence that I've seen of him practicing. Um, yep. I think Connor Hughes tweeted out saying that he was not, he was not um, participating in team drills in terms of handing the ball off to running backs, going through the motions of, of what you would do, what you would do well, on sure. game day. Right. So, which is obviously expected, you know, we, we, we just opened up his 21 day window, but yeah, like like what Gunny was saying is that if he really tore his his um I'm sorry his Achilles fully, then he'd be at 50 percent or less in terms of recovery time. Now I don't know if this is all hype. I don't know if if the Jets are just trying to hype up the fans or we're trying to save face here, or if this is just Aaron Rodgers' massive ego, which we all know he has a you know one of the biggest egos in all of sports, uh, rightfully so. By the way, you know he's 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 done a lot of things. He was MVP of the league. Um, two or three times. So he, so he, he's earned it. Right. But in terms of if he, if he should come back, like what Danny was saying in terms of, um, you know, let's say we go, let's say we win the next two games, which there's, I don't think there's any way we're, we're winning two games the rest of the season. But no, 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 no. And then three and then three, cause he threw no, it that you'll beat oh, the yeah, Dolphins then, as well. No, 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 no. I said he would have to play that game to beat the Dolphins. Got it. But right. my, my, my thing was, is would you put him to play the, the Dolphins? Okay. Yeah. So, there's no way he's coming back this year, in my in my opinion. Uh, it should not happen under any circumstances. In fact, what, why why would we risk him uh, for next season? Right? Let's say we play him. Why would we why would we risk losing him next season by playing him this season when the season is already lost? So you know he could we the could season isn't lost yet. Let me play devil's advocate. To Danny's point, when you look at the chart mm-hmm. and they show the AFC the AFC playoff picture. You guys are technically in that bottom bottom right-hand corner that says in the hunt. So technically, mathematically speaking, Danny's right. You guys are still in it. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Who is our quarterback? Tim Boyle? <laughs> Come on, man. We we all witnessed what happened this past Friday. I'm Come just on. saying T- he, Boyle, he has a point. Technically, Tim Boyle should not hunt. even be – should not even sniff a football field, uh, you know, the, the whole the whole thing about him being being um, Aaron Rodgers' backup is not a thing. He was never Excellent. really Aaron Rodgers' backup. He was always the practice squad guy. You know, he was always the guy that knew the system. Therefore, he had a roster spot. So he he should not even sniff the field. He should not be on the field. I still he's don't like, know why Trevor Simeon he's, is he's not like playing. A, he, you would consider him like a practice squad quarterback, and that's all he's really good for. Like, I, there, I would not have a good him. scout team quarterback. No, of sorts. Not even, not, not I even glorified not, ball okay. boy. Okay. Yeah. Glorified okay. ball boy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Go do ahead. I think ahead, he's Mike. smart? Do I think Boyle is smart? I do. I do think he's smart. And, and he's shown when he but was go in coach. the game. If you're smart, go coach. Right. I think he has a very smart mind. But in terms of NFL quarterback play, absolutely not. Even college uh, play, he he do, he doesn't have the tools. He doesn't have uh, what it takes to be a quarterback mentally. You know, maybe he can maybe he can um, you know understand the, the the you know quarterback position. But in terms of actually doing it, are two totally different things. And Zach Wilson is is the exact opposite. Zach Wilson has all the tools, but it, he's it's not up here. It's not in his brain. So they're both they're kind of like the polar opposites of quarterbacks in a way. And it's like, 
it, it, it really is the most Jets thing ever to have both of those quarterbacks be your options for your team, where it's like one can't play because they're too, you know, stupid, and the other one can't play That's because fair. they don't have that is fair. They don't they don't, they don't have the, the capability to do anything on the field. So um that's so you know your there, point, there's my take you on to bring him back. Absolutely not. I Okay. He's he's not coming back. There's no way. Like if, if he comes back, I'll I'll I will gladly come on the show and give you the receipts and all that stuff. There's no way this dude is coming back this season. I don't care if we, uh, you know, go out and win these next couple of games, which I don't think we will. But there's just no way. There's no way I'm risking him right. next year. I I want this guy back on my team next year, and I'm not risking it for to so that we can win seven games this year. I don't like it's it's not a thing for me. I don't want that to happen. Danny, before you, Danny, before you go off on your tangent, let me just give you a, a quick 60-second, 120-second thought process here of what I think. Go for it. To Gunny's point, I, I don't think it's a full tear either. But, like I said, if somebody says it is, I'm not going to sit there and argue. Arguing is for people who just enjoy that. I don't, I don't enjoy it. If he says it's a full tear, it's a full tear. I, here's the thing. I do think he does come back, but Danny, I don't think he comes back for the same situation that you that you just brought up. I don't think he's coming back because you guys are going to be in the hunt. I think it's what Mike said. I think that ego is what's going to get him back on the field. He wants to come back and be like, bro, I got this. We would have won more games if I would have been here the entire season. We would have been a much different team and looked much better if I was here the, the entire season. I think that's the part of Aaron Rodgers that makes him the competitor he is, which is amazing because that's, that's the type of person you want on your team, somebody who just wants to compete all the time. But ultimately, what's going to be his downfall? Because he, I personally believe he's going to come back too soon. And to Mike's point as well, it, let's say that it's a 21-day window, and as of today, he's at 50%. I'm not saying he is, but let's say that as of today, he's at 50%. By the time the 21 days comes up, you said that it will be against the Dolphins. He'd be closer to 100, let's say in the 90% range. I think his ego wants to come out because the last time he was at Hard Rock Stadium, Danny, you remember this very clearly, with the Miami Dolphins, he lit us up. He mm -hmm. had a very good game with the, with the, with the Packers. Day. Right, and that was a team that wasn't really loaded around, um, around Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So I personally think that he does come back, but it won't be to save you guys from making it to the playoffs. It's going to be like, look what I can do. Look what we would have been if I would have been the quarterback this whole entire season. I, I've never thought he was going to come back. Yeah. I've been saying this since September eleventh. Right. You thought saying, you thought it was going to be next year already. Right. And I also said I wouldn't want him back. And that's back when Zach Wilson was playing. I said I'll let Zach Wilson write it out. Yep. But now that he's on the practice field, even though Mike made a great point about how he's really not doing much on the practice field, but if it's a possibility. Would I put him out there? <clears throat> I don't think I would, just because I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want to fear him getting injured, and then losing him for 2024. I want him to have a full offseason to recover, and then hopefully we can get a full season of Aaron Rodgers next year. But do I think that if we win the next two games, will the conversation get a little louder? Yes. If he really is healthy, like if he is good enough to play, would he? I think there's a chance. I think there's a yeah. chance that he would play here in Miami. I really do. 
But um, moving on from that, before we start previewing the Falcons game. Sure. <clears throat> Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. yeah, of course. Another reason why I think this is a bunch of hyperbole and it's all about what Mike was just saying about just pure ego, him just trying to go ahead and, and, and make uh-huh. himself look like he's a god. Yeah. When they ask freaking Coach Sala, like, hey, why is it that, you know what I'm saying, like you, he's practicing or that he's been he's able to go ahead and go out there and get some reps? He said one thing and one thing only. He was cleared. Mm. No clarification. Didn't say, hey, if we have a chance to get, mm-hmm. get him back here. And, uh, no, he was cleared. Very By nonchalant, the way, very direct, almost as if he was told, like, hey, don't worry about it. The medical, the doctor said he's good right. to go. He was like, he was cleared. That was it. Biden didn't say anything else about it. Yeah, you know you know which doctor cleared him, by the way? Uh, what, what was his name? Um, Joe Douglas. Or, Lauren, no, no, LDT or whatever. <laughs> our, our oh, boy, oh. Dr. LDT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, By the way. Doctor's Tardif, note from Canada. Tardif, our boy, Tardif. <laughs> Danny, to, 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 the, to the Gunny's point, and I know you're going to go move on to your, the next question you have for us. To Gunny's point, has you guys looked battered last week, but has anyone looked more battered over the last three weeks or four, four ish? I mean, than Rob Sala at the podium. Nope. Yeah, he looks that exactly man defeated. Yeah. I, I, I want to say he looks like a man that just got divorced, lost the house, he lost custody of the kids. Because I feel like he is the most handcuffed co- uh, head coach that I've ever seen in the NFL. Like, by the way, your only job is to go ahead and play with the clay that we gave you. Don't think about getting cute with anything else. This is your pile of shit. Do something with it. And that's exactly what I see from Rob Sala. And I'm sorry. I That's a waste of a coach, Danny. I've told you how much I like Rob Sala. I think that if he had a little bit more say in this team, the team would always be playing a little bit better. But he looks... Dejected. If this offense is inept, the word for Rob Sala is dejected. That guy has either a checked out or he's like, "Fuck it, what else can I do?" Yeah, and, and I don't blame him. It's been a rough year for him, and and yeah. I, I like Sala. I like Sala. Uh, but all right, so I, I'll start with Manny on the way before I, I hear Gunny and Mike. <laughs> We've gotten to the point where we're four and seven, and as you heard Gunny and Mike so eloquently say, the season is over. Yeah, yeah. So, are you? Would you, if you were a Jets fan, bearded, mm-hmm. be rooting for another what six losses in a row, or would you still want to win some games? Are you going all tank, or are we going? In, I know once the game starts, emotions take over and it's hard to root for your team to lose. But we're still a couple of days out. What do you think? Should the Jets fans be thinking tank? Let's just get the highest pick in the draft, or should you be thinking nah, f that? Let's win as many games as we can anyway. Can this be a two-part answer? Here's the reason I asked this question. Go for it. If I knew 100%, 100%, if you guys are able to beat Atlanta, let's just start there. If you're able to beat Atlanta and you tell me there is a 100% chance I get Aaron Rodgers back against the Dolphins, I want to win out. I'm all about, I'm all about competing. I want to see my team. Danny, I cheered on a 1-15 team, and I went crazy basking in the glory when Cleo Lemon when Cleo Lemon hit Greg Camarillo in overtime down the middle of the field. Yep. And I, I felt like I just won the Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, I don't want to see any team lose. Yeah, would I want to see the Jets lose 16 times to us? Sure. That would be great. But the whole point is is that you want to see competitive football. So if you're telling me I have a hundred percent shot of getting Aaron Rodgers back in 21 days, I say go balls to the wall, win as many games as you can. On the latter side of that. 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers should come back. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody, not even Tim Boyle, should play behind this O-line. You know what? Go get Colin Kaepernick. He says he can still play ball. Go get Colin Kaepernick for the last six games. Throw him behind this O-line. Let's see how good you are. But I would not want any quarterback on the Jets roster to get hurt behind this O-line because this O-line is terrible. But on top of that, I agree with what somebody else has said here. Let me find the comment real quick. Um, somebody said here, and if you if one of you guys see it before I do, keep Aaron Rodgers out of it. Bench Brees Hall. At this point, bench Garrett Wilson. Put in all your your young talent. Garrett Wilson then, is young talent. Correct. But you already know what you have in Garrett Wilson. You don't know what you have in some of these other guys that are much younger guys. I know you, I know you guys are gonna shake your head, but what I'm saying is I don't want to risk anybody else to injury with this terrible offense. So for me, let's see what the young guys could do, and I would throw that out. So being that you can't tell me that it's 100% you're going to bring Aaron Rodgers back, I say lose out the rest of the games, man. Lose out the rest of the games. And and like you guys said, there's a, there's a couple of, there's a couple of solid-looking quarterbacks. I'm not going to say great-looking quarterbacks. Oh, my God, say, we're going into drafting quarterbacks. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is that's been the talk in the group chat with some of you guys here. I'm not going to mention any names who was saying it, but – if that's your goal and you guys want to be stuck with another Zach Wilson next year, I'm just saying you start losing out some of these games so you don't have to compete for the number one pick. Because right now it, it looks pretty solidified that the Bears are getting it because the Panthers are fucking terrible. Okay, can, can I – before I, I go to Gunny because oh, – they're I coming for his, you. I saw, I saw his eyes you, light up when you said – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming for you, buddy. <clears throat> just one quick thing before you guys get talking about the tankathon. When it comes to first-round picks, or better yet, when you think about the best quarterbacks in the league, who do you think about? Patrick Mahomes. Was he a first yeah. overall pick? Was he a top-five pick? No. Nope. No. Nope. Josh Allen. I know he's been asked with the interceptions and everything, but still considered one of the top picks. Was he a top-five pick? Nope. Justin Herbert, top-five pick? No. Tua, number-five pick. Like, you don't need a top-five pick to get a good quarterback. Facts. The majority of the time, it's not a top-five pick. So, I, when it comes to people and saying, coaching. like, no, I and Right, and coaching. Like, you got to oh, bring in the right guy to bring right. Lamar Jackson isn't Lamar Jackson if he doesn't end up on the Ravens. So, Facts. I honestly believe that you just go and you win as many games as you can because the draft is a crapshoot. Whether you're picking first or tenth, it a lot of times it doesn't matter. We picked second with Zach Wilson. Look how that turned out for us. Yeah. Like, so, I am not into tanking because, honestly, I just want to win as many games as I can. And then once we get to wherever we're going to get to, let's see what we might be able to get. But with that said, I know that Here I might go. be uh, Here we go. I'm going to be my on, mic now because I know it's coming. Uh, so I, I'll start with Gunny. Gunny, what do you think about tanking the rest of the way or trying to win as many games as you possibly can? First and foremost, it's not tanking when your team is incapable of winning a game. <laughs> but you're I, rooting I, for them to lose. That, it's not that I'm rooting for it. I've accepted that they're going to lose. Big difference. It, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm going to be upset watching this game on Sunday, watching us get our ass beat. There's not going to be no happiness about it. I'm going to be disgusted and pissed off that we just lost to the Falcons. But the fact of the matter is, this offense is terrible. And it's not just freaking Tim Boyle. I know a lot of people are focused on the quarter. Nathaniel Hackett is trash. Like, this guy has made 
his money off of the back of Aaron Rodgers, and it's becoming evidently clear. The more and more you watch tape, you see a lot of concepts that just make zero sense and ways to create separation and help out his quarterback. The guy's incompetent. Uh, Sean Payton was 100% right about him. So it's not just on the fact that we have no quarterback. The fact of the matter is Hackett is here as a, as a placeholder. Aaron Rodgers was going to be the quarterback slash OC. Um, he just brought his boy along for the ride to get him paid. That was it. That was there's nothing about Hackett that's proven or said that he understands the concept of offensive football in the NFL. Can I add so, just one thing real quick? Uh, go ahead, to, to, I'm gonna add to the shitting on Nathaniel Hackett. Everybody was giving him credit for the MVP season that Aaron Rodgers had. He wasn't calling plays for the offense. He was only calling red zone plays. But he was and we, what? And what when he won those that. MVPs. I'm well, even the gold to zone. That. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. The, the the gold zone, we we've seen how hard the Jets are last in the NFL in red zone efficiency. So I'm even starting to question whether or not he really was the one calling those plays, or he was just being given a kudos for doing something as the offensive coordinator. Um, I, I just thought this is a guy who was just given a hall pass in the NFL, and he continues to get paid um, without having to perform right. So I I'm not rooting for the Jets to lose. The reality of it is we don't have a 21st century offense. I really believe there are Division II college football organizations that could put together a better offense than what we've been putting out there on the in the NFL. It's embarrassing. The New York Jets defense has to score for us to go ahead and win games. The fact that they're thinking about scoring in, in, in every time the ball is snapped is a bad thing for them because they're not thinking about stopping a play. They're thinking about, like, man, if I don't go ahead and stop this play, turn, create a turnover, and then score, we're going to lose this game anyway. So I, I expect them to go ahead and make mistakes now because they have to. They're, they're playing defense and offense. So it's not that I'm rooting for them to lose. I'm that if, if they win a game, it'll be a surprise. Literally, for the rest of the season, if the Jets win a game, it'll be a shocker to me. But let's, let's go back to what you were saying. If the, if the New York Jets somehow, some way, prove me wrong, and trust me, I would not be upset about being proven wrong that the Jets win a couple of games. It's embarrassing enough. I, I was literally just given condolences by Houston Texans fans two days ago at my daughter's freshman orientation in high school. This is a freaking area where it's all Houston Texans fans. Y'all ever heard of Deshaun Watson? The, the 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 serial sexual assaulted the, the, I was being given condolences from fans from a fan base from just two three years ago were the armpit of the NFL so it's embarrassing enough as it is so if they, we do win some games great but I I just I'm looking at it in in bigger picture right like it's a long shot for us to win these next two games Aaron Rodgers comes back and then we we wind up finishing up we 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 go undefeated for the remainder of the season. 10 and 7. I think it's still going to be a hard a hard one to, to expect us to go ahead and get a uh, wild card game. Now, granted, there's some injuries that probably favor us in that aspect. Joe Burrow was out of the picture. Freaking uh, Deshaun, well, Deshaun Washington was ass. But nonetheless, the Cleveland Browns also just lost Miles Garrett. So that sucks for them, too. Like, there's, there's some things that cleared some pathways for us. But I look at this offensive line. I look at at our wide receivers, man, and I'm actually starting to question whether or not we even had the talent or the ability for Aaron Rodgers to make much of a difference. Like, our wide receivers after Garrett Wilson are garbage. They can't create separation. They're lazy. They're they're better known for dropping balls than catching them. Like, they might as well be playing cornerback out there on the offense um, than playing wide receiver. It's bad. 
I and, and I can just see a frustrated Aaron Rodgers going out there trying to go ahead and make things happen, and then these guys continue to embarrass themselves as NFL professionals. And then now we're going into the offseason wondering whether or not Aaron Rodgers can even be uh, uh, an impact on this team. I don't want that negativity in my life. I don't. I don't. I need the offseason to be filled with hope. So I don't need to see Aaron Rodgers go out there playing with these bums, Alan Lazard, freaking uh, – Ah, shit. <laughs> who else? You know, Brownlee, Gibson, like who else? I, I don't want to see it. And I, I'm but I'm also not in the same page of wanting to bench a Brees Hall or bench a Garrett Wilson. I want those guys to keep getting reps. I want those guys to go ahead and see. I want their body conditioned to go through an entire se- NFL season because next year is going to count. I don't need them getting, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, we got a break for the next six weeks. Then they're not conditioned for the for the next year. It's 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 a shitty spot to be in, man, as a Jets fan, because I know they're not going to be able to make a difference because they've got no help. And on the other hand, I don't want our old head and Aaron Rodgers going out there who could potentially help them put himself in jeopardy because I know he's on 100 percent healthy. I just I'm not rooting for a tank, man. But in, if you look at it in every metric, it, the Jets lose out. It's the best case scenario for the Jets because this this team is not winning a Super Bowl. The Aaron Rodgers couldn't elevate this offensive roster into a Super Bowl. Like, and that's the point, right? The whole point is for you to win a Super Bowl. We only got this dude, you know what I'm saying, for another year, maybe two, 41 years old, Aaron Rodgers. Like, so I don't wanna I don't wanna risk it. I don't wanna go ahead and go into the offseason being upset and sad because we saw Aaron Rodgers like try his best and then the offense really proved that they're beyond mediocre and even he couldn't elevate them right uh, give us give us the false hope that he could potentially turn it around for the offseason at least it, i see it that very depressing for us uh i see that if, if we saw him fail even for definitely it, this year. it definitely keeps false hope if we just never see him and we just wonder why for sure i hadn't exactly. considered that mike what do you think about the whole tankathon are you all because i know you i know you love the draft and i know you love Scouting, I love it. So, are you all in on the tankathon, or let's win as many games as we can? So, like you said, I re- I really love the draft. However, as much as I love the draft, I love this football team more. And um and and Gunny said it perfectly. Look, I mean, I'm a hundred percent with him. It's not that we we want this team to lose games, right? The Jets are doing that themselves by trotting out uh, Tim Boyle and Zach Wilson. Um, look, man, I can. I can uh, believe that Santa Claus, you know, it's coming. It's almost Christmas time. I can believe that Santa Claus is going to be coming and, uh, you know, coming into my, into down my chimney and giving me a Jets Lombardi this, this year, right. For Christmas, man, that fat bastard ain't coming to my house and give me that dude. So you, you can believe all you want that, that we're going to win these games and, and, and do the rah, rah, rah stuff and be the cheerleader. Right. Um, which I'm not saying that's what you are. I'm just saying that as fans, that's what we, we want to do. And, but, but the sad thing is, we, we, you know, watch them week in and week out. We see the, how inept this offense is. It, it's 2023. You know, Gunny was saying that we're not, we don't have a 21st century offense. We don't even have a 20th century offense. Our rushing attack is garbage. And it's like, you know, we have Brees Hall, we have Dalvin Cook, and we're about to face the Falcons, who, by the way, have the number four rushing offense. And they have the, the two headed monster there in Algier and uh, Robinson, which is kind of like what we should have right now with Hall and, and Cook and, and Abenakanda. But but um, you know you, you can't go into into 2023 having a, a, a terrible offense like this, completely uh, you know co- completely um, 
outmatched every single week, have no trick plays at all, not moving the ball down the field. I mean, look, this is 2023 where you can launch a ball down the field. And if the defender even touches you or, or um, you know, grabs on your jersey just a tiny, tiny bit, which us growing up was was fair game, right? But now you can't do that. So a flag is getting thrown immediately. So, you know, so you, you, can't, you can't just go into uh, games and just not pass the ball past the sticks, right? You, you, you have to move the ball vertically. Uh, this is the worst offense in the NFL, but, you know, compared to, to none. And, you know, you're not going to win many football games that way. So am I rooting for the tank? No, but I'm fully embracing it. I'm fully embracing that the Jets are, are they saw what Tim Boyle did this past Friday and they're saying, oh yeah, yep, let, you know, we're, we're going to trot out Boyle again. It's like, it seems like the Jets are tanking, dude. Like they, the NFL should open up an investigation on, on Joe Douglas for not doing anything, not bringing in a proper uh, backup quarterback. It, it's almost like he, from the get-go, he was like, oh, well, you know, we, we lost our guy. We, we put all of our chips on the table here and I'm just going to do nothing. Right. So that, that's how I feel. So if anybody is tanking, it's definitely not me. It's definitely not Gunny. It honestly, it could even be looked at as the, the Jets are tanking openly so the fact that they're uh sticking by tim boyle just says it all for you man when now i'm not saying trevor simeon is this great quarterback and he's you know a world beater and he's just and he's gonna you know he could go out there and throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns i'm not saying that but clearly this and i'm at mike the stat guy clearly the stats show that trevor simeon is the best of the three right now and the and he's not even on the field why why is he not in the field so the the fact of the matter is Trevor Simeon gives us the best chance to win, uh, you know, and, and, and it gives us the best chance of, of fun- having a functioning offense and scoring points. And we're not putting him out there. And th- uh, the fact is, you know, because we're not doing that, we, you know, the Jets look like as if they are the ones that are tanking, not, not us as fans. So I'm embracing what's going to happen. I think we're going to be, I think we're going to either lose out, maybe win one more game. If that the rest of the season, I think that, we're going to have uh, a top five pick yet again. And one last thing I want to mention is I am definitely not tanking because I'm not the biggest Joe Douglas uh, fan and I do not want him picking top five again. I really don't. I don't want him choosing and, and uh, going off a of bearded bearded uh, bearded's comment about the quarterbacks. Hell no. I don't want him pick another quarterback. Absolutely not. Because if he does pick another quarterback, a, you know, a la May or Williams or whoever, Bo Nix, uh, Broadway Bo, whatever whatever he he picks, it's going to be a whole other three years. Let's say if he sucks and, he, and he's going to move on from him. And by the way, he might not even be here during that time. So let's say he drafts somebody in the top five again and he's trash like Zach Wilson, doesn't want to move on from him. Joe Douglas is gone. We bring in another GM the following year. And now the GM, the new GM has to be stuck with him. So now he's going to want to start over again and start another court. It's like a never ending cycle and the Jets can't get it right. So um, when it comes to tanking, I never root for my team to lose, but you know, I, I really do embrace reality. And the reality is this offense is garbage. It's trash. It's where I'd rather have, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'd rather have freaking Adam Gase right now run my offense than, than Nathaniel Hackett. So a lot of comments that were, that we, were did. we did <laughs> we a lot, a of, lot of people, a lot of people were questioning Gunny and Danny with you guys are really talking that you prefer to have Adam Gase. We had a lot of those comments. Hell yeah. yeah. We, we, hey, we want to go over the stats. 
Because we can yeah, do that. We don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to. Don't get Mike the Tag Guy riled up. Don't get Mike the Tag Guy riled up over here right now, okay? I'll put it I'll put it to you like this. The first 15 plays that Adam Gaze drew up, I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about him doodling on the sidelines. Yeah, we 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 were doing some damage in those first fifteen plays. So yes, the, the uh, we can't even do it. That. We can't even get one play right with this dude. Oh my gosh! All right. Um, so I, I guess let's get into Sunday. We got the Falcons. They are the division leading Atlanta yes, Falcons at five and six, boys. But I will tell you that that team is absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. And I know that we've lost a lot and we've looked really bad. Here we go. Here we go. But we played against the Chargers. We lost against the Chargers because we couldn't block Bosa. We couldn't block uh, Khalil Mack. We were playing against a decent offense. Yep. We lost against the Chargers. That is what it is. Yep. Then we played against the Raiders. They had this whole new like energy to them because of Antonio Pierce. We should have won that game if it wasn't for all those crazy flags. We lost that game. So be it. We lost. We should have won that game. Playing against the Dolphins. Now, let's be real. That team was going to score one way or another. We knew that they were going to put up at least 20. We know we can't match those 20. I look at the Falcons. Here we go. This is not a good team. It's Offensively, not. it's not a good team. Defensively, they're decent. But if you look at the five wins they have, three of them are against shitty NFC South opponents. Right. Which they barely beat. Yep. This is not a good team, and we're playing at home. We have a what you would call a mini buy, even though it's not a Thursday. It was a Friday. Wow. We have a mini buy. And Tim Boyle, as trash as he is, he was twenty-seven for thirty-eight. Once he started throwing those little dump off and these short passes, yep, he had two turnovers. Yes, I I agree. But I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna put money on this game. Uh oh. I am that confident Bro. that the Jets are going to beat the Falcons at home. No, 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 no. You guys don't, don't go for it. You're doing that. Don't tell <laughs> your wife you're doing that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't gamble. This. No, no. Let, 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 let's be let, – let, let's. Uh, for those listening that don't know me well, I am not a gambler. I've only put money on one game in my lifetime. And I don't know if Manny remembers. It was I do. the Buffalo Bills game last year where we yep. upset them. I put down – it was like 100 bucks. I won $1,200. Yep. I'm not a gambler. I'm going to gamble this week. Okay. I have no doubt that the Jets are going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. And Ritter, and uh, the, he's not a good quarterback. I was talking to an Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Falcons fan that, I, that I'm, I'm good friends with. I was like, what do you think about the Atlanta Falcons? He's like, dude, we suck. We're just the best of the sucking teams. We beat NFC South opponents, and we're just going to run the ball. And if we run effectively, we might have a chance. But we don't get many turnovers. I think they have 12 turnovers all year. They're not a good team. Yep. The Jets defense is going to shut down their offense. Yep. And we're going to must you- we're going to get a turnover or two. We're going to get in decent field enough just to get three or four field goals even if we don't score, which I think we're going to score. I All right. I think you Brownlee's going to have a decent game and Here I think we go. if Lazard is active, put him down for five catches. Oui. Now five That's drop catches? Happens. Like is that what you mean? No, he'll have you mean he'll five, have, yeah, he'll have two he drop five drops. No, 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 no. He's going to have a decent – when you go ahead and you hold the player accountable, a lot of times they come back and they produce. Maybe he won't, but I think he will. He did was held accountable. Did you hear his press conference today? No, I did not. <laughs> Where he blamed everything but himself? <laughs> well, regardless, he's going to come and show that it isn't on him. I'm telling you, Ooh. put money on it. I'm All right. I'm telling you that All right. 
New York Jets are going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. No. Boyle. No. But listen, I'm about to be devil's advocate here, Danny. I'm about to be devil's advocate because these guys, they're coming for you. I'm on your side. I think you guys do win this Sunday. Here's why, beat the crappy Here's why, gentlemen. I don't. I, I'm, and I'm not going to go into a tangent like Danny just did. I'm not going to talk about the past. When I look at this Atlanta Falcons team at five and six, name me a situation right now that they do better than the New York Jets. I got one. Go for it. Rushing attack. Okay. Let, let let's start there. They're rushing attack. Winning games. We haven't played. We haven't. They, played o- the they only Stouts. have. They only have one game on you. So again, that's, that's still. I get they're, it. They're winning more games. We, we played games. the Chiefs. We played. Hold on a second. The Bills. Hold on. No. Hold on, we Danny. Lost I got to both you. of those teams. I got you. I got you, Danny. I got you. We beat the they're Eagles. Rushing, they're rushing attack, right? It's their rushing attack. They're, that's what you say that they do better than us. Do you think Bajan Robinson? and whoever their other running back is, is better. I'm not saying that they're being used correctly. Do you think they're better players than Brees Hall? Yes the or no? Back. No. Yes or stats, no? Yes. You... That's why it's yes. No. Fuck your stats. I know you're Mike the Stat okay. Guy. Fuck your stats. Okay, yes. Do you think yes. Brees Hall yes. is, is better than those guys? Do I think Brees Hall is better than both of them? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So you're favoring the backfield of the Atlanta Falcons in this game. Yeah, they have the fourth best rushing defense in the NFL, and we have the thirty first, the thirty first rushing defense. But you know have why? They... Because they're playing against the NFC South, Mike. Correct. That's what I'm Stats. saying. Stats can be deceiving a lot of times. Mike. I mean, not how many games have been played? Like eleven? You you can't listen, you can't skew you guys that. Are they play the listen. NFC South like every week. Listen, listen I'm gonna say they, this they right played now, them eleven times. I'm gonna I'm gonna squash this right now. The Here New York go. Jets played the thirty first and the thirty second worst defense in the NFL. And could not produce. So facts. Yes. You can talk about the NFC well, South. What, being I'm trash, getting there. I'm getting they there. They don't I'm need to produce. There. Listen, I'm getting there. You guys just gotta let me get there. So, Mike, you're going with their offensive backfield. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. That means you're just shitting on your defense. That at to, up to one point, you guys were calling elite, not good, not okay. You were calling elite. You were talking about Super Bowl caliber defense. Quentin Williams, which you guys heard me at the beginning of the season, I said that guy is has all the merits and all the talent to win defensive player of the year. I still feel that way. The reason that these other players like Quincy Williams are looking so good and old ass CJ Moses is because of all the attention that fucking Quentin Williams takes up in that middle. What I'm saying is that this Super Bowl caliber defense is still there. Or have they been playing up to par? No, because they got to look at Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. My point is. Now you're actually going to be able to get a good week where he actually practices. You're making the game plan not that difficult for Mr. Tim Boyle. He actually got a full week of practice in him, and you're facing a porous Atlanta Falcons team. I'm not saying that it's a lock that they're going to win. What I'm saying is that if there's any game in the next six games that are left or five games that are left that are winnable, it's definitely this one because at least the Cleveland Browns have a solid defense. The Atlanta Falcons don't get... put the house on it. Listen, Danny, if you bet a hundred, yeah. I'm, I'm about to cash out you a hundred bucks too. Because I honestly think that if there's a winnable game remaining on your schedule, it is this one. The, and I get it. You guys are battered. You guys don't want to hear that shit. But you can't honestly tell me that they are that much better than the New York Jets. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. Many, many. I don't see it. 
Manny, you remember back when you were six years old and you played Pokemon? Here we and, go. Um, I never had... played Pokemon, by the way. I, never played... Right. I don't think well, Pokemon the rest of us for the, we for the re... Okay, I'm, yeah, all right, I'm a little bit younger than you guys. but You're like 26. Okay, bro. when I was six, remember Pokemon. Come on, when man. I was six, I was playing Pokemon, right? And you're, and now you were thinking, what the heck does Pokemon have to do with the Jets or football Here in general? Yep. Okay, in the NFL, you have strengths and you have weaknesses. In Pokemon, you you know, you have the fire Pokemon and the water Pokemon and stuff, and they have strengths and weaknesses against one another. This The reason why I'm saying we're probably going to lose this game is because sure. we have – yes, we do have an elite – passing defense our passing defense is incredible it's insane it's really hard to pass against us but uh when we played the kansas city chiefs who was who was the number one guy that was getting all these yards against us Isaiah it was pacheco. uh pacheco right who yeah. who's who's pacheco he's okay he's not he's not uh this great running back our run defense is a 31st in the league Right, so so and they're because they're, teams they're don't uh, pass against us. They just keep rushing the ball. They they but it works after a while. It works though, and that's you their will strength. Bend in the run, though, but you will bend in the run. Right, their strength is is the is the rushing attack. They don't need to throw the ball thirty times against us. Ritter or whoever's going to be starting. I think it's Desmond Ritter that's going to be starting against yeah, us. I think so too. Um, he 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 probably has to throw the ball, you know, eighteen to twenty times. Uh, as long as they're feeding Algier and um, and um, B. John Robinson, the, the Rock, like I don't know how we're going to, to stop him defensively, especially when our defense is on the field the entire game. You know, we have to remember that Tim Boyle is still our quarterback. You know, Tim, I don't, how, how many points are we, are we realistically I, I, scoring? I think, I think Tim Boyle's bad. I'm not saying that he's good. I'm not saying he's a saver by any means. I would never go that far. What I'm saying is a a – Damn, I can't even say a starting caliber quarterback because he's not even that. But a quarterback that you're saying, hey, this is one game. You take shit one game at a time, and you've got a full week's rest to look at this defense, see what you're going to be comfortable with. And I, and I know, Gunny, I'm going to say it again. And game plan to you know put certain aspects of a game plan that could work for Tim Boyle in this place. Mike, there's you can't convince me that this Atlanta Falcons team is that much better than the New York Jets. I can't. Listen, I think they're both terrible, but what I'm saying is there's no way in hell that you could say, listen, if you're that confident, why don't you guys put 100 bucks each on the Atlanta Falcons? We'll put 100 bucks each on the New York Jets. Let's see what uh, happens at the end of the week. I, I'm down for that. And then real quick, one Jets pod, uh, he said I was look, long staring. I was looking at my phone because my tablet died. <laughs> so I was looking up to see how many yards per carry the Jets are giving up. And they are... 14th best or worst, uh, worst right middle of, the pack. Worst, middle of the pack middle of the pack because teams know they can't pass so they just keep running the ball that's that's my fucking ball. point shaquille that is my fucking point so. there is not one aspect of that atlanta falcons team that you say they are that much better than the new york jets yeah but ritter doesn't have to pass that much against ben, us. That's put your saying. money put your money where you're all right here, here put it on the here, here's what i'll do i will come on the show if 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 um we come out and we just shut down their rushing defense. I will come on the show. I'm a man of my word. I will say I was 100% wrong. Okay, but I but I really do I, believe. I need you to lose money. Listen, if I have to get money <laughs> losing money, I need Listen, you to lose money. Danny, <laughs> Danny, all I'm going to say is please, I hope that's not your Christmas money, okay? If you're wagering, make sure it's not your Christmas money. No, I, I, I well, for, for a couple things. One, I know I'm going to win, and uh, and two – um, no, I already got my, my kids their Christmas gifts already. Gunny. Okay, good, good. Here we go, Gunny. F wrap us up, sir. The go floor first, is sir. yours. One, I'm not going to go ahead and put money on this game. And I'll tell you <laughs> why I'm not putting money in this game. 
Why? Because I don't trust my team, and I definitely don't trust the freaking Falcons. Facts. It's both two Facts. trash teams about to go ahead and play this freaking Sunday. Fair. Um, so you give the home team the advantage. I don't, because why? The What they're good at, like Mike said, is rushing the ball. What we're bad at is stopping the rush. <laughs> Those that's an, that's an even wash to me. The whole home advantage thing. Not to mention, I don't know how many Jets fans are going to be there on Sunday. I mean, at this point, there's a lot of angry Jets fans right now. They're talking about boycotting games and stuff. So it, it might not even be a home field advantage after all. Look, I, at the end of the day, this team is bad. The Jets are bad. The Falcons are bad. This is going to be bad football. We get to watch on Sunday. I'm just happy it's not going to be on prime time. Because nobody been, else has to see it. It's, it's been bad for a while, by the way. It's been it, bad for a while. Well, well, yes, but it's been on prime time for everybody and their mom to see, and then we get to share in the embarrassment, you know what I'm saying, uh, nationally. It's been bad. But now it's just us Jets fans who are going to sit there, and of course you, Danny. Uh, you, well, not bearded. I know you're going to watch it, too. I, I get it. you you got to watch it. But it's going to be us in our little freaking window of embarrassment get to watch it. Y'all saw the Thursday night game? Y'all saw the Thursday night game? I'm predicting something very much like that. It's going to be a ridiculous back and forth of turnovers and field goals kicked. And even though, you know, the Jets might score a touchdown by some miracle, wind up losing it because the other team scores one more field goal than we got. Like, it's going to be that kind of a bad game. And I, I just I have zero faith, man, in, in, in Hackett putting a game plan I don't even think he could go ahead and game plan his way out of a wet paper bag, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, I think you're asking for a lot. Talking about game planning, a game for Tim Boyle to win a game. So I, I, I this is going to be ugly football. If the Jets win, am I going to be excited? I will be, and then I'll be mad, but then I'll be excited again because it's at least you know what I'm saying it's another week where we're separating ourselves from the Patriots. That's the way I look at it now. As long as the Patriots keep looking bad and keep getting worse, I feel better about myself. Yeah, hundred percent. That much. Oh, sorry. Speaking yeah, of uh, getting worse, can I make myself look worse by doing a really, you know, giving a really good hot take right now? Okay. All right. My, my hot take is I think we see Trevor Simeon in this game. Mm. I, I don't so. know when. I don't know if it's, it, it's going to be halftime or whatever. I don't know if it's – and I don't, you know, wish injury on anybody, but I, I think we see Simeon in this game one way, shape, or form. All right, Danny. Well, being that we all kind of put our two – and obviously you thought first and foremost and anybody else that you were going to win – this upcoming weekend go ahead and give us your score for this uh for this for this game if you want to call it that the only time that the falcons have played uh, a top 12 defense this year has been against the panthers and the lions against the lions they scored six points against the panthers they scored 24 that was the first game of the season i don't think that they've played very many many good defenses no. I, don't, I don't think they're going to look very good this are we week. top 12 <clears throat> Uh, you know what? I, I I didn't check to see where we stood, but um, I think that we win this game. Obviously, not high scoring game. No, no. I'll, I'll give the the Falcons twelve points, and I say we score eighteen. Okay, right. six field goals to four field. Goals. <laughs> Damn, bro! All right. All right, get him on your fantasy. Team. All right, let, let me let, <laughs> let me go ahead and uh and, and follow that up with not such a crazy score. Um, I don't. I don't think the Falcons pass ten points against this defense. If if they do, listen, guys. If this turns into a quote unquote shootout, and by shootout I don't mean like thirty four to thirty. What I mean by shootout is that the Falcons actually put up more than fifteen points. It's because your defense did what it had to do this past um game against the Miami Dolphins, where they're on the field ninety percent of the forty eight minutes that is played in a football game. Outside of that. 
or 60, sorry. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I honestly think it's going to be 10-13, 10-16 at that, that the New York Jets win. Um, but I, I do think the New York Jets have it in, I don't want to say in the bag, bro, it, but it's it's the battle of two shitty teams. I'm going to go with the stronger defense. That's the one in the New York Jets, and I think they win the game 13-10. Uh, what about you, Mike, the stat guy? All right, so I, I, I you know, tend to agree with you, uh, both of you, but, well. Wait, <laughs> not Dan. I, I, I didn't say I 30. I, I, I did not say 30, okay. sir. Stop I don't it. think, I don't think Rewind that. the tape. I don't think that these teams combined are hitting 20 points. No. I'm going to be 100% no. honest. I think yeah. this is going to be one of those old school, super old school football games where it's like all you see is run, 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 run. I think it's just going to be running back and forth. I think it's going to be a solid defense for the most part on both teams. One, because because one offense is just complete trash, and the other one is because it has to rely on being one-sided because you can't pass really against the Jets. Uh, so I think that it's going to be – I think that one team is going to score nine points and the other team is going to score six points. I think it's going to be okay. uh, you know, three, three field goals and two field goals, and I think it's just going to be one of those uh, really, really boring games where it's just you know, not, not fun, not many passes – and um, I think it's just going to be running the rock the entire game. And I think it's going to be a fast game too. I think that I think that this game might be over by like three thirty or so. I think it's going to go by real fast. Gunny, what's the score, baby? It's a score. Give us a score. Come on. No, it's going to be nine six, freaking <laughs> uh, Falcons. Nine six. That's right, Falcons baby. That's w. right. You don't. You don't um, see. Think- the, the Jets forcing turnovers against Ritter? Uh, yeah, but I also see the Falcons forcing Jet turnovers against Boyle. Okay, and and it's like okay, let's say they force a turnover. They force a turnover, and then we go three and out. That we're not getting points off that. We'll get two hey, field goals. First of all, you got to pick sick against the Miami Dolphins. Those are your defense. And short. then what happened? And then what happened? That's, we had the that's, because, Mary. that's because Tua does Tua things, and you knew it was going to happen like five minutes before it even happened. That, one, that thing was ridiculous to me, bro, when you called that. I was like, what? Yeah, I know my quarterback. Like, watch, I know, I know my was going to throw a freaking interception and watch it be a pick six. I was like, man, this motherfucker, he, he wilding out. We ain't going to score on that thing. And as I was typing it out, it happened, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> Look, yeah, that was crazy, dude. That was ridiculous, man. The timing of it, and then it happening literally like two plays later. I was like, wow. I, "I know my listen. I know my quarterback. Like, I, I unfortunately know this Jets team, and I have faith in this. I still have faith in this defense. I don't have faith in the offense. I don't have faith in Nathaniel Hackett. I don't have faith in your quarterback room outside of Allah of Mister Rogers. But what I'm saying is, I'm not ready to." throwing the towel on this Jets defense and the fact that they can still win you a game. At one point, we all had a conversation here. I don't know how far back we had to go, Danny, and I know we got to get the hell out of here. We all literally said all we need from this defense is to keep us in games and have a quarterback that doesn't turn it over. You can't say that Tim Boyle isn't that quarterback yet because you guys haven't seen him with even a practice under his belt. What I'm saying is once this week passes, I think you'll have a more – legitimate point of view on what you actually have in Tim Boyle. And like you said, Mike, you could see Trevor Simeon. If if the score is literally 0-3 going into the half, you're absolutely right. Salah's going to be like, we need a spark, and you may throw Trevor Simeon in there. But what I'm saying is you don't have enough yet as a New York Jets player in Tim Boyle 
to say mm-hmm. he isn't a type of guy that could take care of the ball and have the defense keep it close for you. That's I, all I'm I saying. Would love, yeah, yeah, I would love that have, to happen. Oh, go we ahead, have more than enough evidence. Why? A la his freaking college tape. Yeah. A la his <laughs> That was a lot. Yeah. People this, grow, this, Gunny. People no, grow, not, man. But he has not, though. He look at this freaking college. He, he was twenty seven for thirty eight. He was he was he was efficient with his little you guys, dump offs. You guys are giving him way too much credit. For, I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is give him a practice time at least. Stats. All I'm okay, saying is give him easy, a week of practice. Question. That's what I'm saying. Desmond Ritter or Tim Boyle? Who would you rather have? All right, all right, guys. We gotta get out of here, man. Yeah, it's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. You know what? So they they they've got I'm, the I'm, better quarterback. <laughs> and the better running game right now. I haven't <laughs> seen Boylan give to give my assessment. I'll, I'll tell you after Sunday's victory. Fact. Oh back. yeah, after I'll Sunday's take, victory, you're gonna I'll, go I'll ahead and be like, "We'll be here. We'll be here live. We'll be here live." For the record, I want us live. to win. By the way, I, I, <laughs> I might watch that game live on Sunday, and, I, and I'm not rooting for a loss. Um, yeah. I want us to. Win. I want Tim Boyle to go out there and throw for freaking 500 yards. All right, but it's probably not happening. Listen, oh, one jet's pod. Listen, one jet's pod. You you are literally battered as well, Danny. We got to get out of here. But these comments, yeah, no, you guys no, made I it. Didn't. You guys made it to two hey, ASP championship company, games. Man. Get out of here, man. We're, we're back I, to where we're, where we're comfortable. This is where we are. We, we just I haven't even seen this is what we know. I haven't even seen an AFC championship game in how many years, Danny? How many years? Ninety-three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bearded. I didn't realize that the name of the game is we play to get the AFC Championship Fact. games. Fact. I thought it was we're trying to get the Super Bowls and win them. Hey. <laughs> well, I think, what? I, th- I think Beard is showing that he's also battered because he hasn't seen a playoff win. Yeah, in like one game. Years. Listen, I'm gonna go back to my football days. You take it one game at a time, Danny. Get us the fuck out of here. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, appreciate you sticking with us all the way to the end. Please, five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe. And as always, for you that uh, joined us on the comments, we appreciate you taking the time to join us live. You guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you taking the time to comment. And to all my batter fans out there, keep up alive because we're going to win on Sunday. Put money on it. Put the house on Stop it. Stop lying to these and, people, Dave. And we'll be back live after the final whistle on Sunday to talk about the Jets' win. And until the next one, have a good one. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets.